That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Why Chinese High Schoolers Are Gatekeeping Nerddom Written by Zhang Yilin Published in Six Tone Narrated by Jenny McKenzie What the heck, man? You trying to be a shweba? The question elicited snickers from the other boys standing by the classroom door. Their target, a classmate not known for his good grades, raised his head and shot them a nasty look before returning to his studies. But his friends wouldn't leave him alone. Come on, they shouted. Stop faking it. The boy finally gave up. Still frowning, he packed up his books, picked up his backpack and followed them out of the classroom. The male student wasn't being made fun of for being a nerd. In China's test-orientated education system, the high-scoring study-holics known as Xue Ba are generally respected by their peers. The problem was that his hard work wasn't producing good grades. At this competitive high school in Beijing, slacking off is one thing, but if he kept it up, he was in danger of falling into the school's lowest social tier, the one reserved for students who tested poorly, no matter how hard they studied. In the seven years I spent shadowing students from five of Beijing's top high schools, which I detail in my forthcoming book, Study Gods, How the New Chinese Elite Prepare for Global Competition. I found that students at all five schools enforced an identical grades-based status system, one in which terms like Xue Ba denote not only students' status at school, but also the treatment they can expect from their classmates. The Chinese educational system is centred around tests. A side effect of this is that students focus on test scores and have organised social hierarchies around them. Students with high test scores enjoy higher status in school than those who do not. But at top high schools where everyone is high-performing by national standards, this system is impractical. Instead, students at these schools adopt a secondary criterion, the ability to make testing high look easy. This resulted in a four-tier status system. Those at the absolute top aren't the Xue Ba, but the Xue Shen, or study gods, who earn their high scores effortlessly. The study-holic Xue Ba, who must work harder for their grades, occupy the second tier, though considering the rarity of the Xue Shen, Xue Ba are still safely within the high status category. At the other end of the spectrum are the underachievers, or Xue Jia, who are known for their low grades and low levels of effort. Below them are the true losers, known as Xue Ruo, who have low test scores despite making visible efforts to do better. Many students willingly self-identify as underachievers, but almost none would admit to being a loser and students will avoid outing peers as one. Despite their infrequent identification, losers exist on every campus. After all, as one student nonchalantly told me, there is always someone at the bottom. These labels have real consequences for students' daily lives. Xue Shen are admired by their peers. When I shadowed Xue Ying, a Xue Shen who tested into Tsinghua University, her classmates frequently told me that they wanted to be like her, and went out of their way to make sure I understood how brilliant she was. Claire, another Shue Shen who later went to Yale, had a posse who memorised her SAT scores, 
college application list, and application outcomes. The story of her legendary test scores and admission results were retold at her school even after she graduated. To protect the identities of my research participants, I have given them all pseudonyms. Shueba, although not revered, are still respected by their classmates. Ziyi, a Shueba who, like Xieying, tested into Qinghua, habitually pulled all-nighters before important tests. After she handed in her test paper, she would take a nap in the classroom. Out of respect, other students hushed each other and asked those talking nearby to go outside so as not to disturb her. While considering the needs of tired classmates might seem like ordinary behaviour, lower status students generally do not enjoy the same level of peer support. Contrast Zei's treatment with the above-mentioned boy who was peer pressured into abandoning his studies, for example. Sarah, another student with very low test scores, was sworn at by her classmates for giving a wrong answer on a test. And when Ro Lun became a member of the student council, his classmates laughed instead of giving him the customary applause. Kang Wei, who students considered a Shui Ruo, was shunned. Most students refused to even reply to his greetings. The impact of this status system influences students' perceptions of themselves and others long after their high school graduation, as they attend college in China, the United States or Europe, and even as they begin their professional lives. In the follow-up interviews with the students I shadowed, I found them working in places such as Wall Street, Silicon Valley, or Singapore's Marina Bay. They no longer refer to themselves or others as Shui Ba or Shui Jia, but they continue to uphold the same status system, only with job performance substituted for test scores. Tony, a high-performing worker in New York City, enjoyed a status at work equivalent to that of a Shui Shen. As a result, he was able to gather dozens of colleagues for his birthday, despite them all just having wrapped up an exhausting two-week business trip. His party became a demonstration of his high status among his colleagues. Others felt anxiety as they struggled to adapt to their jobs. In her Shui Ba days, Selina felt free to do as she pleased on campus. At work, however, she felt as though she were underperforming. To compensate, she stayed on call day and night. While the adult world and adolescent society are hardly identical, high school coping and sorting mechanisms follow students throughout their lives. In school, the students I shadowed learned to differentiate their peer interactions based on test scores. Almost a decade later, they differentiate peer relationships based on job performance. <laughs>